Welcome to the Good Vibes Podcast with Clark M. Pistato and Ryan G. No, there's no fuck. We're good, bro. We just let it roll. <laughs> this is let not some uh, high-end, polished podcast. This is just two dudes. Two dudes and two a mic. Two dudes and one cup, dude. Two, um, two dudes and one mic. There it is. We always <laughs> we always drop a little reference to that video. I, you know why? Because I think yeah. subconsciously it still haunts us. It haunts me. Oh, I remember my uh, SF... <laughs> SF buddy John showed me that dude, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, all right, whatever," you know. And then I was like, "Ah, oh, it did." It's always they just kind of sit back and look at your reaction, and they get some sick satisfaction out of that. Oh, uh, dude, dude, tell me about it, dude. Hey, before we get into it, though, hold on, I gotta, I gotta figure out how to do this. We have a, a special guest. You oh. heard of uh, Easy E from NWA, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay, rings well, a bell. Hold on, hold on one second. Hold on, don't go. Uh oh, you're 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 blinking out. He's covering the camera for our listeners, so I can't see this with his hat. This is gonna gonna have to be classic. I'm gonna be jealous if you bought a new toy of any sort. Uh oh, this is suspenseful here. I wish I had some like uh some clock sound effect or something. In the meantime, I'm just gonna have to do like. <laughs> oh come on. Uh, if you're changing into like some wig and oh shit. No. That's right, baby. Easy C. Easy C in the house. Dude, you got the full-fledged Compton Easy E hat. Where did you find that? That is incredible. <laughs> the interweb. Oh Hell yeah, my. CPT baby. Easy and you got C. the sunglasses. All you need no, is like to the be black honest, hoodie, I didn't. Bro. I didn't really grow up in Compton. <laughs> I grew up in a little place called Cascade, but it starts with the C. So I figured, fuck it. It's a little cultural appropriation, gangster style. But you know what? I like what? the hat. <laughs> yeah, but what <laughs> what white suburban boy didn't feel like they were in Compton because of their album? <laughs> Yeah, like, dude, they, they brought honorary? the hood to us, man. That was the first time I heard hood stories. Like, oh my God, what are they singing about? I love it. And then uh, I worked in the hood. Imagine oh, if I had this hat as a cop, just oh, patrolling shit. through the neighborhood. I mean, dude, I, I say it all the time, but my favorite story was blasting Fuck the Police by WA on the speakers of my patrol car, just slow rolling through the hood. I wish dude. there was video of that, but people's reaction. They loved dude, it, it was either just... During the headlights jaw dropped or it was total celebration. Like I, there are people in South Phoenix still talking about that. Yo, remember that crazy cop that would roll through the hood playing fuck the police in his police cruiser? That That's motherfucker's you. crazy. Dude. <laughs> oh but imagine God. if I wore this hat fucking walking up and knocking on doors, you know? Oh my God, dude. So dude, they, see, they got to bring back that old school. That's community work right there, bro. That's, That's community like, police. Yeah, I used to get out, play yeah. basketball with the kids, blast funny shit on my speakers. You know, I mean, I'm sure I've told you before, but I used to pull up to this corner where they were always dealing drugs. And my partner and I, I won't say who he is because I think he's still working, but uh, we'd always say, hey, listen, we know you got shit in your pockets, but here's the deal. If you tell us a joke and it's funny and you make us laugh, we'll just drive away. <laughs> they were like, Ugh. 
and they would come up with ones. some funny ass shit, dude. It'd be like, "All right, catch you later." We drive off. It that's it sounds silly, but it's a playful way to bond with the neighborhood and right. It's, uh, Those it's not nerd guys, cop it's shit, not man. That's it. that's real cop shit. That's right. Just get playing with them, guys, bonding maybe. with them. You know, it, it, yeah. we, I mean, it also makes your day fun. I mean, what are you going to do? Fucking. No, it, we, yeah, you're going to roll guys in for having like a, a one rock on them or a nugget. Come on. That's, that's you arrest everybody. I mean, there's yeah. so much of that shit. So you, you just learn to pick your battles. And, you know, for me, what I was concerned about, and not to go off on a tangent, but it would be violence, violent crime, shootings, things like that. For sure. And so if you kind of bond with them and something pops off, you might have a relationship enough or trust enough, they might tell you something. You know what I mean? There's just a way to work it. It's, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, a man. little bit like training day, a little <laughs> bit like Polly Shore mixed together. <laughs> I love it. I'll tell you, man, that that NWA album or the Easy E album, I, I thought I was a, you know, a pretty decent swearer. That elevated oh. my swearing game to like, it, I, it made me get creative with swearing. It, honestly. It did. I love I, it. Thank you, Ice Cube. I, I, that a- album came out, and I was just like, holy <laughs> shit. And I, I'm a fan of all the old hip-hop. You know, I started out like most people, uh, run DMC and things like that. Oh, my yeah. brother, a little older, was into Sugar Hill Gang. And so that was kind of the origins of all school. that. That's old. But school. once it went West Coast, and, and the old stuff, the old Dre, old Tupac, I love. The new stuff, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Probably yeah. my age. It's probably my fault. I'll be honest. But to me, the new shit is just garbage. That stuff back then was just groundbreaking. It was awesome. Well, also to hip hop back then, it, they they all had their own sound. Every every artist now, it, they yeah. all sound the same. You know, with well, it's that, all the auto tune shit. The exactly. computer does all the yeah. work. It filters at times. It yeah. Those dudes had talent, man. I mean, there was oh my no gosh. technology driving that. It was all they were the and they had a of message. The they had a yeah. message. They had something to, and that's any type of music that I listen to, whether it's rock and roll, hip hop, whatever. If it has a message, if it's trying to tell me something or tell a story, I'm listening. But if it's just yeah. bullshit, uh, dude, and I hate to be mean, but Post Malone, I don't fucking get. Now, I've I've heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast. He seems like a super awesome, nice yeah, dude. Cool I've seen guy. videos of him being genuine with his fans. But even during his interview with Joe Rogan, he mentioned more than once, thank God for auto-tune. This motherfucker, everything he does is auto-tuned. Yeah. He's like some chubby dude in Daisy Duke shorts with his belly hanging out. Yeah, man. And just singing about the dumbest shit. And, I, hey, Posty, I'll give you a hug. We can hang out anytime, but your music sucks. I'm sorry. I just don't get it. Like, there's no, He's no talent Metallica. to that. Huh? <laughs> He's no Metallica to you? <laughs> no. I just, dude, it's not. I don't get it. In the auto-tune, bro, I have seen videos where somebody says a sentence. The apples are red that fall from the tree in my backyard, and they make a and fucking song out of it that sounds good. I know, So right? you don't have to have any talent. I know, I know Posty can play instruments, and he's a super nice guy, and I'm sorry for being mean, but I just I just don't get that type of music. So, I I, and it's me. The I new admit. trend. It's just, it's all Mickey Mouse. It's like, I'm such a tough guy. I'm on the fly. Wanna know why? Put that through auto-tune, but it'd be right. number one hit, yeah. dude, for sure. No, I, I'm with you, man. But shoot, uh, gosh, are we on a tangent? Or what's going on here? No, I think I kind of want to keep this on, dude. Remember when I used to drunk dial you and it was the Nicaraguan general? Yes. <laughs> but no, no, keep it on. This is, this is uh, a new uh, persona. I'm digging the persona. Easy C? I, I should change my name C. from Uncle Clark to Easy C. That's all right. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm, I'm thinking you might want to update all your profiles to this picture. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> including <laughs> including your LinkedIn professional uh, picture. Oh man, right? yeah, dude, right for sure. Yeah, man. So yeah, guys, sorry about last weekend. You know, we had a we had to take a little breaky break, Super Bowl, and. To be honest, I had a 15 hour brisket I had to tend to. And, and if anyone who's a Texan knows that you could be, you could go to jail for leaving a brisket in the middle of a smoke. So I, I wasn't willing to risk it, bro. You're busy playing with your meat? I was playing with my meat. You betcha. Right. You betcha. Yeah. I'll hey. tell you, man, take it serious, bro. We all do it. Well, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think today we're going to talk about what? Goals? Is that what we talked about? We are. And not the, you know, goals. Goals. No, not that. Shit. Are they excited when they score a goal, huh? Fuck. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, man. No, it's definitely it's something we want to talk about because, you know, I think we've been looking at IG. I know Clark looks at way more than I do because I'm kind of sparring. It's just there's just still the shenanigans going on, man, telling people what to do and how to do it and things like this. Um, so we kind of just wanted to talk about it because a lot of a lot of time, there's just that lot of clutter, but more importantly is the lack of the real drive, right? Well, and this idea kind of came to me with conversations I have with some of my friends back home and, you know, my quote unquote normal friends, right? Because I have a variety of friends, you know, <laughs> military and I don't know, just, but I, you know, I got my buddies I went to high school with and stuff that just are still back home and whatever. And I just, I started to think about it and kind of look around and pay attention to people's stories and stuff. And it seems like most people, and maybe I'm wrong, seems like most people just go through life wandering, no drive, no purpose, no direction. And they kind of just expect life to give them something or life to happen to them. And it kind of baffles me. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. If you talk to anyone who's accomplished, successful in any category, they went out there and got after it. Yeah. And so I started thinking, maybe we need to talk about that. Yeah. Maybe I, people just expect things to happen to them. And I thought you and I, you're a very goal-driven, accomplished guy, and I am in, in a different way. And I thought we could maybe give them uh, some nuggets to to kick around. And, and I just hate to see so many people pacified and just, I can't imagine my life without challenges, goals, or direction. You know? No, no. I, don't, I, don't get it. I mean, especially all the formal processes that you've been through everything from, you know, buds to police Academy to, you know, even uh, being assessed in contracting. Um, Again, those are the most cut and dry line in the sand. If you don't have goals, you're just not going to make it to the next evolution period. Right. Um, The same can be said though, in any point of your life, it could be your relationships. It could be business. It could be uh, as simple as lifting weights. Um, it's, it's weird on how we put things on different mountains. Like, oh man, I'm going to buds, you know, and oh, I got to get focused. I got to get goals, but you'll neglect your relationship. Right. So sure. or <laughs> I think a lot of people, either they don't set goals or maybe they set unrealistic goals. You know, you and I have talked before about the new year's resolution bullshit, you know, setting facade. goals and self-improvement should be a, a year-round, every day. And, and there's different categories to this, right? There's a long-term and a short-term gang. There should be daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals, and maybe even a five-year plan, dude. You know I mean? Yeah, I knew I wasn't going to be tough. a SEAL in a year, you know? But what I did know was here's my short-term goal. I'm going to get up today. I'm going to run, and then I'm going to go to Colorado College and swim in their pool. Or, you know, I had a little daily there goals. 
And, and those are little bite-sized chunks that are leading somewhere. But without that, that 30,000 foot view, that, that big vision, what, what is a daily goal? That, that's where people get lost is they just wander aimlessly and they just don't accomplish much. You know, I, I talked to some of my buddies. I have a buddy in mind specifically that I won't mention, but it just seems like I think there's so much wasted time in the day people fucking around on their phones and other distractions and they don't mm. really get what's important done. There's always an excuse. Well, I was too busy to go to the gym or I was too busy to do this. I was, no, you weren't. Look at how much wasted time. And I think most people can relate to this. The first time I saw my screen time on my phone blew me away. If you were to ask me back in the day before I was aware of it and started to, to fix this situation, how how many hours a day do you spend on your phone? I'd say hours, I, I, not even an hour. And then you look at it, it's like six hours. Like, how is that fucking possible? Mm-hmm. Well, it's 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Click this, text, email, you know, screen time's anything. It's not just social media. It's anytime you're on your phone. Right. And it's shocking. Now, once you can be aware of any situation, put some measures in to fix it or control it or minimize it, then you become more productive. But my buddy specifically I'm thinking of, it's always behind at work and, oh, I couldn't go to the gym. I had to work late. And it's just, there's so much bullshit we allow them to come into our lives that people aren't accomplishing the goal. So I think there's a lack of direction and that's just mass distractions now because of this technology shit. People yep. just get wrapped up with screen time, whether it's a laptop, mm-hmm. television, phone, iPad. And that's a huge problem in our society. And I think that's one of the things we need to address here is, how do you still be a productive individual? And yes, those other things are guilty pleasures. But if you can keep your at least phone screen time, let's say social media time, down to less than an hour a day, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Or I like to watch some cartoons before I go to bed for about a half hour or so, yeah. you know, family guy, whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. But no. on the weekends, I'm fucking busy. Yesterday, Saturday, uh, Saturday morning jujitsu class. And then I went out with my wife and we went food shopping and did a water run with our little five gallon jugs of water. We have to switch out. And then uh, after that went to church. And then after that, we had a little movie night. You know what I mean? Like there's a way you can organize your day. You have to be productive every single day today, wake up to a podcast. I'm going to go chill out. Maybe I do a little yard work on Sundays and then I go upstairs, I watch some training videos, and I practice some drills on my little jujitsu dummies. Then I do laundry. Even my down days are still structured. It's not filled with just screen time. So I think that's important for people to realize is you have to be aware of your lack of focus, your lack of direction, and challenge yourself with shit. Like you said earlier, could be fitness goals, financial goals, relationship goals, friendship goals. It could be promotion at work you're focused on. You know, recently, as you know, for me, I entered in a jiu-jitsu tournament. Why not? It's a goal. It's something, it's an experience that I want to have. Right. And it's held me accountable to my diet, my exercise routine. Last Friday, dude, I was smoked from work. Had I not had the pressure of showing up in a week to a tournament, I probably just would have drove home. I'm, I'm as human as everybody else, but I have a goal and those goals can hold you to a standard, make you yeah. accountable for your commitment. And I think that's what people need to realize. Buying a gym membership, buying some protein powder or whatever supplements, oh shit, now I'm kind of committed. I'm spending, let's say, 50 bucks a month on a gym membership. I'm spending 100 bucks a month on 
whatever supplements you want or, or healthier food. So now it's like a little investment, like, all right, you know, I don't want to waste my time and money. At least that's how I push myself to do right. things. And I think people need to do that on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis, man. No. Can I get an amen? You did, like, Can I get an amen, right? Dude, I, there's so much to unpack right there in what you said. Um, and, and good, good uh, rant there. I dig it. You know, I was I was really thinking about this episode this morning and with this idea of goals. And I think there's this internal combative nature in relationship to goals. On one side of the field, you have reward, right? So let's just use the gym example. Um, if you want to get fit, the reward is obviously optimal health, but also you're going to look good, right? You're going to start to be more muscular and fit. So you could actually see that reward. Um, your buds, okay, uh, what's the reward? You become a fucking seal, okay? So goals cut to the chase on, I'm doing this for the reward, but on the opposite side of the field, you know, let's per se the devil versus the angel, it's fucking effort, okay? Now, what happens is we tend to want to start a goal because we are so dialed in on the reward. I want to be a seal. I want to be a seal. Okay, great. So I'm going to go I'm going to go to buds. And what happens is instead of keeping the focus on the reward, losing weight, health, become a seal, better whatever it is, what happens is the whisper starts to happen. It's the effort. Oh man, you're telling me I got to wake up and be cold and wet and sandy today. Oh man, you're telling me I got to go to the gym today and put in an hour. Oh man, you're telling me I got to go do it. It's that is the battlefield in the relation to achieving goals. And, and it comes down to, it's a pretty simple equation. Either you keep on refocusing on the reward, you know, and you keep driving that head, dude, it's about the trident. It's about the trident. Dude, it's about putting up 15 pounds of muscle mass. Or the other thing's going to end up whispering and winning, being like, man, come on. You don't want to go 60. You don't want to go roll around on the mat and jits today. Oh, come on, man. You don't want to just ring the fucking bell, man. So I just started looking at it through those two lenses because a lot of people think it's just about set a goal because I want fill in the blank, the reward. They never recognize the real enemy in their head. And the enemy is, it's the voice going, whoa, man, not the pain, not the effort. And, you know, I think that's something really important to call out, especially when you start setting goals, is when that voice starts to come in your head. And it's like, oh, we don't need to go to the gym today. Or we don't need to go to Jits today. We don't need it. That's the enemy of your goal because it's taking you off the spotlight of reward. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's a lot of people will just maybe haphazardly or casually set a goal. But then, like you said, they're not willing to put in the effort. And I think the reason for that is is there's a difference between instant gratification and delayed gratification. Successful people understand delayed gratification. You know, it took me 21 months to earn my trident. That's delayed gratification. That's not instant gratification. But this no. generation, if you and I wanted a toy back in the day, we had to mow 10 lawns, get money, go down to the store, pick it out, put it on layaway, whatever it is. Nowadays, Amazon, boop, it's right there. Yeah. And if it's not there in two days, People are pissed off. So here's the deal. You're not going to get instant gratification at the gym. You go to the gym once, nothing changes. Go to the nope. gym twice. You go to the gym 50 times, nothing changes. It takes 
months, years to see that change, just like it did going to Bud's. 21 months from the day I showed up to Bud's, that's not even counting all it took for me to prepare on my own self-motivation probably two years prior to that. So that's the problem. That's the disconnect is what you originally said is people aren't willing to put in the work. It's the effort that requires the self-motivation, the self-discipline. And hey, here's a secret. None of those fuck sticks on Instagram can give you that. They're just going to take your money and take their families on a vacation or buy a fancier car. The secret is it's all within inside you. You have to make up your mind. I'm going to do this. I just watched uh, Friday night. Our movie was... uh, Men of Honor or whatever, oh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Cuba the first yeah, black Navy diver. Yeah. That's the spark you have to have. Great movie. That's Absolutely. His, there was something in him when he saw his first Navy diver when he was a cook in the Navy. He said, that's what I want to fucking do. Yeah. And you figure it out. So you you define your goal. You set your goal, and then you plan backwards. When I was in college and I read Dick Marcinko's Red Cell, I want to be a SEAL. Okay, great. Well, how do I do this? It's not enough to just say that. And again, I think what we're talking about is most people just wander through life expecting life to drop off that Amazon package in fucking two days on the doorstep. Life's not Amazon. Dude, you have to plan backwards and figure out your next step and then do it. That the action is where people are lacking these days. I think you're right with where society's at. I think, you know, the equation is this reward should be greater than effort. So if you know the reward is going to be greater, you're going to put in the effort. But the problem is too many people think the effort is greater than the reward because of the instant gratification, because of the laziness, and because of this Coliseum effect. Let's just, let's, let's entertain them. Let's distract them. Let's, you know, fuck them having goals. I'm going to tell them your goals. I'm going to tell you how to live. I'm going to tell you what to order, what to eat, and what's considered healthy. I mean, dude, look at the, the version, God knows what, of the, the food pyramid. Are we on version 20 telling you to eat, uh, you know, fruity pebbles now? <laughs> right? Well, the problem is a lot of people are, are uh, I don't know what the word is, um, they kind of bow down to societal pressure, parental pressure, peer pressure. I have plenty of friends that wanted to do something, but their dad said it was stupid. You need to do this or their friends or there's naysayers. When I decided to drop out of college after my junior year and pursue a career being a SEAL, there was a lot of people. Hey, and some of it's good natured. They don't know. They're just like, hey, that's kind of dangerous. Are you sure? You know, whatever. So the way I kind of I see people in general is there's a huge mountain. And 90% of the people will look at it and say, shit, that's a big mountain. I'm not climbing that. Like, that's impossible. Because of the effort. Then you got, well, they think it's impossible. Then you got 9% of the population that'll climb it and do it. But once they summit, they're like, all right, did it. And they go back down and they go on with their lives. The 1%, they fucking climb that mountain. And when they summit, they look for another mountain to climb and they see it off in the distance. And they say, that's my next fucking destination. Yep. That's the 1%. So don't be the 90%. Don't be the 9%. Be that fucking 1%. It's always climbing mountains and looking for that next mountain. The view from the summit is not to pat yourself on the back. It's to look for that next fucking mountain. And then there's your another goal. There's your, your next goal, your next goal. That's just like me with sobriety, with weight training, with jujitsu, with family time, with guitar. These are all little mountains in my personal life that I strive for daily. My my spiritual journey, my religious journey, going to church, 
saying the rosary every day. Those are all little mountains I climb every day. And then that just becomes who you are. You know, it's a, it's part of your daily routine. So motivation is as contagious as laziness. The problem is most people are pacified and they just sit there and they watch Netflix and they scroll on their phones. They're the ones that are like, nope, that mountain is impossible to climb. It's too cold. There's a storm coming in. They have all these excuses as to why they can't do this or can't do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, well well said. Uh, my concern is that, again, I think uh, society's falling into the rut of because there's the easy button for everything. It's becoming too comfortable in every aspect. So goals are not an easy process. It's meant to challenge you. And unfortunately, there's it's it's almost the norm in society where eh, it's someone else's problem or eh, I don't want to be challenged or, you know, what fucking AI will think for me or, you know, what the robot dude will deliver to me or whatever. It's, and that's that's really concerning to me because humanity is driven on vision and goals. I mean, you know, to sail across to discover a new continent, uh, let's put a man on the moon, you know, let's uh, fill in the blank. And it's always because we were the stewards of innovation and thinking, and we wanted to find that next mountain, as you're saying. When you're driving a society not to think and be lazy, it's extremely dangerous because humanity will suffer because one What's the point of goals? If you don't have to do anything, you'll just be big, fat, dumb, and stupid. <laughs> so it's happening around the world, but specifically in this country. That's why you have to make an individual choice to just do some fucking primitive shit. Yes. Go for walks. You know, whatever yeah. your capabilities are. You know, everyone's got injuries. Everyone's a different age, whatever. But there's always something. One of the expressions that I love is become comfortable being uncomfortable. Do something to make you sweat 30 minutes every day. Even my rest day, which is today on Sundays, I, you know, I go this week. Uh, I went to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I went to jujitsu Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Today, Sunday, like I said before, is the day I watch some training videos and I get repetitions in. I drill with my little dummies. And so I'll just pick something, whatever it is, arm bar, and I'll just do it a thousand times or whatever it is. And I'll spend, you know, my time today, nice and easy, easy pace, but it's still an active rest day. So there's not a day that I'm not doing it. The only time I'm down is like when I caught the the bug here at the beginning of the month or last month, whenever it was, <laughs> put my dick in the dirt for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I soaked it up because I know I'm active enough that when I'm sick, you know, I do believe in recovery and the way you space out your day and your your physical routine, your spiritual routine, your it's all got to be laid out a certain way, include meal preps, all this type of stuff. So there's there's a smart way you can be active every single day and and still be healthy, not overtrain, not injure yourself, things like that. But the problem is it goes back to what you talked about earlier, effort. People are just in this little bubble, this meek little bubble. I, I, I see it walking around. And you guys are judging me for my tattoos. I'm judging you for your fucking wimpiness yeah <laughs> I, just, I do I, i'm sorry it's true yeah i just man. walk around saying what the fuck like i go to the grocery store and i just look for a dude that looks like he can protect his family and, and you know once in a while you see a dude who's you know head up shoulders back looking around you know doing his dude thing and i respect that because it's so rare these days most people are just hunched over and maybe it's because i live in california but 
God, man, it's just a, a bunch of vanilla motherfuckers, a bunch of just, just, I don't know. Like, and I, dude, I love it. What I love about Gold's Gym, where I go, there's a bunch of alphas in there to include the females. I'm just, I'm so proud of them that there's at least a cross section in our society that still gets after it. And then when I see young guys in there working out, love it. There's this young dude all the time. I'm fist pumping, and and I I always tell him, man, it's good to see a young kid in here getting after it with the weights. And he's like, yeah, it's good to see an old dude in here getting after it. I'm like, bro, I've been nice. lifting weights since I was 14, bro. I ain't giving it up. It's nothing impressive, but I'm in there getting after it. And there's a dude who's 70 years old. He's my fucking hero, and he's in there every day. He pulls up on his motorcycle, dude, Hell all yeah. tatted up, and he's just going for it like that's the guy i want to be 20 years from now i will always lift weights to the best of my ability i will always go for walks and be outside now these are my goals this isn't a fitness rant but fitness weight training specifically is one of the foundations that i believe gives me a healthy perspective on life it gives me the ability to attack other aspects of my life confidence to attack other aspects of my life. I carry myself differently at work. You know, I might be a safety guy at work, but I'll fucking kill you. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. know like, Hey, this safety dude ain't fucking around, but I'm also humble, user-friendly. It, it all connects, but in, in a good way, because people can tell if you're that guy that accomplishes goal has had some successes. They're just, sometimes people walk in a room and you're like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. There's just something about them. Well, why is it impressive if someone tells you they're an astronaut or a doctor? Because you know they put in some fucking work. That's they don't right. just hand that shit out to anyone. Nope. It says something about your personality, 100%. About your, your ability to accomplish things, your drive, your ethics. But also, too, yeah. at, as we age, dudes our age or Gen Xers, if you're still at it in any aspect, be it health, uh, mentally, spiritually, and physically, it's it's saying a lot to people because, dude, if just go walk around. How many people have just thrown in a towel and be like, eh, fuck it, I'm old, right? But to your point, the 70-year-old dude rolling up on his motorcycle, they've said one of the secrets of life is to find purpose. And how can you have purpose without goals? You, you know, can't. so that's the thing. Yeah, so That's the money shot right there, what you yeah. just said. That's 100%. It. Having goals gives you a purpose. For me, I don't care if I won the lottery and it was worth $800 million, I would still have a job. Now, it would probably be entrepreneurial. I'd probably own you know, a gym or a business or you, know, you and I would blow up this podcast for sure, but I would have a purpose. I would have goals. <clears throat> and even with age, man, my mom, our house in Colorado, is it, it's over 7,000 feet. It's almost 8,000 feet. And she walks the neighborhood, which is hills and shit, That's dude. Crazy. It, ain't, it ain't the city block. It's amazing. But that's why at 85 years old, she's still functional. She also yes. reads about a book a day, if not every two days. Mind and, and That's body, what bro. keeps her mentally sharp. She's exercising her mind. She takes walks and physically. Dude, when we went to San Francisco with her, I had to fucking sit down a couple of times. She was cruising. San Fran's got them hills, dude. Oh, yeah, they do, bro. Them trolley track hills and stuff. And she was burning through it. That's Isn't that crazy? Because she never stopped. Yeah. And that's the thing I'm trying to get people to do. I got my buddy in Colorado. I'm trying to motivate. It's like, bro, you got to do something every day, man. I don't care if it's a 15-minute walk. Get outside. I was disgusted when I heard that most Americans spend 90% of their time indoors. That is unfucking sad. We are not. Wait, is that pre-COVID or post? That'd be interesting. No, that's that's it. across the board, dude. Most people think of how much. Well, you go out and you ruck walk and stuff. You're a little bit of an outlier. But most people 
What do we do? We go from our house to a car to an office. Back yeah. to a car to no, our house. That's a good point. Yeah, that's fucked up. Most wow. people, it's not post COVID. Maybe COVID bumped it up to ninety nine percent of the time indoors, but it is still disgusting. Yeah. Even in regular times, Fuck. if you just think about most people's daily life, house to a car to an office, back to a car to a house. Dude, walk around your neighborhood for thirty minutes a day, whether it's in the morning, the evening, whenever it is. Unless you live in the CPT, probably yeah, be careful walking around content. at night. Yeah. My easy C might slip up on you. Take your wallet. That's what uh. I do. <laughs> but seriously, you got to you gotta have goals like that. And it could be that simple. That's what I tell my buddy. Well, the other day, I told him, fucking go outside for a walk. Oh, it's cold out. So I sent him a David mm-hmm. Goggins video of him running in New York City in seven inches of snow. And I said, don't be a bitch. Go outside. Dude, well, who gives a fuck if it's cold? Like, you, I didn't tell you to go out there naked. Put on some fucking pants but, and boots and a jacket. But did and go you go out there? Did you though? Did you maybe recommend he goes naked? No. These nuts. <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't put that past you. Be like, dude, just go streaking. It will motivate the shit out of you. <laughs> I was the streaker in college. I will. Oh admit that. yeah, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Guilty too. Maybe I wasn't maybe the original in Chicago, though. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you see, I was a streaker in Colorado, man. It's. It's brave, man. It, it it doesn't do you any favors. I'll say that when it's cold outside. No, no, we, we've we've had our Frank the Tank moments. I'll tell you that. But uh, no. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't you recommend it. it nowadays. I think nowadays that's like fucking sexual assault or whatever. Oh, oh Lord, who knows? What and you're all the phones about. out, oh, dude, videotaping that shit. At least uh, my shenanigans are incognitus. You know, incognitus the weedus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you said a keyword. Um, you know, a little bit back, you said attack. And I think that's such a key word in this conversation because goals are not about dipping a toe in the pool. You got to, you got to attack those things, man. It's mentality, man. It it is. And it's not, once you've basically designed your goal and you just, you set out, you say, okay, we're going to do it. Hey, tomorrow I'm waking up. I'm going to the gym because I'm going to lose 10 pounds in the next 45 days. Now, see what I did there is a goal needs not just saying I want to get from A to B, but to keep yourself righteous and accountable, you should probably put a timing in it so you could measure it. So Write your shit down. It holds you accountable, dude. I plan my entire week, so I have it written on my calendar. So next week... I have uh, gym, jiu-jitsu, gym, jiu-jitsu, and then D for drills, and then my tournament. So my week's already planned out. Now in my head, I have my day planned out. So whatever the day looks like for me, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do my morning routine. I'm going to go to work. Then after work, I'm headed straight to the gym, and then I'm headed home. Like I'll write down my weekly goals, but my daily format is inside my head. But it's planned out a week ahead of time, and then every morning – before I leave, I look out these two little windows that kind of overlook the neighborhood, and that's when I get mentally prepared, mentally prepared to attack the day. Attack, and then I'm see? anxious to put on my shit, and I walk out that front door like I'm breaching something. Yeah, I'm ready. Go, I go, I go out that front door with some fucking energy, and that energy is the best way to start the day. How many, how many people go out the front door headed to work like? Ooh, time to make the donuts. How's that for an eighties reference, what right? That guy. How many people walk out their front door like that? How about you walk out that front door like you're breaching the door and you're going in the room to fuck something up? I love That's that. how you attack the day. Well, walk out that door with fucking confidence. 
You're going to make that. Yeah, I'm going to make today my bitch. Yeah. We'll roll back to the example I'm talking about. If you're, if you're going to start tomorrow, like you said, wake up, breach it. And you want to hear, you want a simple test, very simple test. Set your alarm for whatever time, five in the morning. Oh. Okay. And if get you don't up, spring no out of buttons. fucking bed at five, oh. you're not attacking it. You might as well just said, you know what? Here's my first day and I already fucked up. All right. Well, as soon as you hit the snooze button, you fuck that day up. You fucked up. Yeah. My buddy that I'm trying to motivate will hit the snooze button three or four times. He's always late for work. I'm like, bro, hit that. And so what I do, and I try to tell him, so I set my alarm clock for 430. And if I wake up an hour before that, I just get up. I'm not going to play that game laying because now I'm wasting time. I can go play guitar. I can meditate longer, whatever it is. But I say the first thing I do is I sit up. And I sit up straight and I, I nasal breathe 10 deep inhalations and exhale through my mouth. I oxygenate my fucking body. The next thing I do, I have a glass of water right there mm-hmm. and I pound it. That's good. I take that internal shower. So 10 deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, pound that glass of water. You are already ahead of 99% of the population that's hitting the fucking snooze button and they wake up and they have some type of energy drink or coffee right off the bat. Yep. First thing is cortisol breathe do that. and water. Yeah. Do water those two things and, and I yep. promise you when you wake up, that mm-hmm. is the best way to start your day. Yeah. Then I let yeah. the dog out. Then I go to the bathroom, let the dog back in. Then I go into my room and I do my little spiritual routine, read the Bible, pray the rosary, pray, meditate. Then I do my little breath work with my little, Oh, you're, R2, here. you're a Star my Wars little gadget? O2 trainer. <laughs> you look like right a here. Star Wars dude. <laughs> yeah, it's my little O2 trainer. Yeah. And then like that really oxygenates my body. Dude, by the time I, I go up and do my morning routine upstairs as far as, you know, showering up and putting my work clothes on. Dude, I, that's why I'm able to breach out that front door and attack the fucking day <clears throat> because of everything I did. If I got up late, hitting the snooze button, and I just went and fucking got some coffee, like no hydration. I can't stress the importance of that internal shower. You got to pound a glass of water well to start said. your day. It, it's so true. It's so it's just putting oil in the engine, man. You feel fucking well, great just from you, something that simple. Also, if you think about too, the science of it is when you go to bed, you're you're naturally fasting, but you're also they're very dehydrated. A lot of people choose the stimulant right away when you wake up. Your coffee, Horrible. but actually, you're in a state with your cortisol. And the best thing to do to reduce it uh, coming when you when you wake up is to ha- drink water. Actually, wait an hour for your caffeine. But like you said, breathing exercises and water brings your cortisol levels back down to homeostasis. Um, so really important to do that. I want to talk about another word, too, because we've talked about effort. Um, we've talked about attacking. But also... It's commitment. Now, the example we talked about is hitting the snooze buzz and things like that. I'd say, hey, man, okay, you were not ready to commit to achieve, okay? So even before you want to say, oh, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. Dude, take a day. Take two days. Think about the commitment. Think about the process. And you need to not only be aware of it, but you have to take it on. If you're not ready to commit to a goal, then it's just fucking, as you would say, it's mouth karate. Who fucking cares, right? Well, that's the problem is is people are scared of commitment because they're scared of failure. And in a game of self-improvement, there is no failure, dude. Just fucking do it. Anything you want to improve in your life, there's no pressure, dude. Just fucking do it. Be 1% better every fucking day. How, do, how does every mountain we were talking about climbing mountains? It starts with the first step. How do you climb a mountain? Take a step. 
Every great journey begins with one step. That's all it is. Be 1% fucking better every day. If, if you're elderly and all you can do is walk around the block for fucking 10 minutes, great. Then the next day do 11 minutes, mm -hmm. then 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a dude I heard that was overweight and he could barely make it to the mailbox. That was like his big effort. So then he would make it to the mailbox, but then he would go back and do it twice. And that was kind of his lapse from his front door to the mailbox. And then That's he awesome. got good at that. Then he started walking around the neighborhood. There you go. And he started losing a little bit of weight. And then when he lost a, a portion of weight, he hired a personal trainer, went to the gym. You see the before and after of this dude? It's amazing. But it all started with just walking to the mailbox. Commit That's to That's all it is. But what you're saying is spot on. You have to commit to the process. And that's why I write things down. Yeah. Because then it's almost like a uh, contract with yourself. You know, you it's just very important thing. Well, if it, you leave it floating around in your head, that little voice you were talking about, the little, the little devil on your shoulder will be like, oh, not today. It's cold outside. Right. So all these excuses my buddy in Colorado gives me makes me throw up in my mouth. So I just send them Jocko and David Goggins videos all fucking day. Well, that's the, what you get when you piss me off. The important thing is, Okay, obviously you do the goal because the reward, but you you don't commit. If you want to accomplish these things, you don't commit to the reward. You commit to the process. Commit to the journey. It's not the, the destination. Exactly. It's so important. It's a journey. It's like anyone who's gone hiking. You don't constantly stare up at that peak. You Okay, let me concentrate on the next 20 yards to get here. The 20 next more step. yards. And same with Bud. Let me yeah. concentrate on this evolution. I'm not worried about getting pinned the train. And the guys that probably lose their way in these massive undertakings, I well, don't they care they zoom out and look at the big exactly. picture and they freak out. My mentality yes. going into yes. Bud's was I'm going to show up and do the best I can. That's it. Every day. I didn't care if I graduated or not. It was I'm going to show up and do the best I can. And if I get injured or I get dropped for performance or there's a task I can't do, at least I showed up. I did my best. To me, that's not a failure. And yeah. there will be failures in life. Of course, every successful person will tell you, I failed a thousand times. But I kept, what's that expression? If you fall down seven times, get up eight. Yeah. I call it the Rocky Balboa syndrome. Just keep getting up. 11th if you hour, fail at something, keep going, keep going. It's being that 1% better each day. And at some point, Every dog finds that bone, man. You just keep digging. That's all. It's yeah. pretty fucking simple. And I, I think that's one of the most important things in this whole conversation is it's the commitment to the process. Because again, you want to lose 10 pounds. Cool. You'll get there as long as you're committed to the process because fucking shit doesn't happen overnight. It's Focus it's, on that first pound. That's a win. You're putting it, points up on the board. Well, like you said, you have to break down the process that you're committing to, right? It's just... You know, you don't, <laughs> if you were to focus on becoming a black belt in jits, you'd probably drive yourself fucking nuts, right? Oh, yeah. So you just show up to <laughs> class, do your best. Yeah. And that dude, a lot of, a lot of people that I talk to and stuff, they're so worried about when are we going to get our next stripe? When are we going to get the purple belt? Blah, blah, blah. Bro, I'm just focused on the next class. Okay. Monday, my schedule switched up now because I'm gearing up for this tournament, but typically Monday I'll do nogi. That's all I'm excited about all fucking day. Is I get to go to Nogi tonight. I get to go to Nogi tonight. And then maybe there's a move that I, I so Sunday is kind of my secret weapon. What am I going to research, get good at, and unleash? Because you want to evolve your game. You don't want to be a, a one-trick pony. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm excited about. Hey, man, I learned this new move. I practiced it. I think I got it. Somewhere in this sparring session, I'm going to slip it in. Like That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. Who gives a – bro, I don't need a belt. I could be a white belt for the rest of my life. It's why I actually like Nogi because you're not wearing a gi or a belt. 
It's just, you know, I wear funny shit, you know, my little fucking equalizer tie-dyed shit or whatever. But it yeah, it's just if you focus on like you're saying, like in buds, focus on the task at hand. That's one thing they taught us. And so if you if, if it's weight loss, focus on that next pound. If it's financial gain, it's exactly focus it. on that next ten dollars yep. you put in your savings account or whatever it is. If you're saving up for something, stash, I like to stash cash if I'm saving up for something like a new guitar or whatever it is. I'll just I'll skim off ten bucks and put it away and put it away every day or every week or whatever it is, every month, whatever you can salvage or, or scrape up and then that's all of a sudden you you have what you're you're looking for you know and it doesn't matter if it's in the fitness thing if it's a relationship you want to build a better friendship with what then your goal is i'm going to text this dude every morning and be grateful for him or call him you know once right. a week or once a day or whatever it looks that like commitment to the you process. have to commit to that next step yeah. and that's all you worry about don't worry about the big picture because that's where people they look at that mountain, 90% of the population say it's too big, it's too cold, it's too too tall. Other people have gotten hurt and killed on that mountain. That's crazy. All right. Well, then just enjoy base camp, bitches. That's all you're ever going to be, you know? You know, and I know you keep bringing up, you know, dying and all these other guys. And look, they're, they're out there. They're in your face 24-7, 365. If you want people to talk about goals and, you know, stepping it up, there's plenty of those guys. But Clark and I thought it'd be interesting to talk about because- we're just two regular dudes. We're the Polly Shores saying, look, you you don't need to be yelling at people. You don't need to be insulting. You don't need to be in their face. But there is a reality to this. There is somewhat of a science to this. And, you know, sometimes two regular dudes talking about it, you know, hopefully could, you know, make more sense sometimes than a dude <laughs> who's telling you you suck because you aren't in a Well, you got to realize device. even those guys are just regular dudes. Who's not when a When they step out dude. of their persona, yeah. But they're just regular dudes. I've been around celebrities, billionaires. They're just fucking people. Like, don't don't worship these people. All they are is regular no. dudes that found some formula that worked for them to become successful. That's all it is. They, they shit and fart just like we do. They whack off. They fall down. They choke on their food. They fucking stutter. They have all the flaws we do. They have nervous tics. Fucking people are people, man. Don't, don't think that... You know, rock stars, movie stars, celebrities, David Goggins, they're anything special. They're just themselves. But they got there because of the process that Ryan and I are talking about. But realize we're all just regular people, man. And yeah, man. And don't pay for this fucking Tony Robbins shit, dude. All of the power of the universe is inside you. Every everything you need to be successful in whatever journey you want to begin attack accomplish whatever it's in with it's inside you but you have to have that self-dialogue because no one can give you that they'll charge you for it and they'll give you some fucking acronyms you know the fucking 25 f's or whatever the fuck people are selling you you don't need that shit it's all inside you nobody motivated me to be a seal i did it on my own as far as showing up now i will say once you're there you have a lot of teammates and the instructors mentor you. And I'm not saying I, I'm a lone wolf. I did it all by myself. But the motivation to begin that journey is 100% yourself. Now, in said categories, yes, there's mentors. You can hire personal trainers. There are people that maybe in your workplace can mentor you to that next leadership position. I'm not saying that. But as far as all the answers to your questions, it's all inside you, man. Don't, don't, suck dick of these fucking influencers or they're just normal people too. And, and the one thing Goggin said that I liked is he said, everyone's fucked up. 
Everyone's fucked up. It's just how well they hide it. So these oh, people yeah, that you worship on man. social media, when you know them personally, Ryan and I know several of them personally, they're fucking ate up. They're a bag of smashed dicks. But when the camera's on, this persona, this mask, this facade, and you think, wow, they really got their shit together. I should, I should sign up for their program. Don't. Just have a conversation with yourself. And you'll well, find the answers. You're bringing up something interesting. So I think, again, I think it gets back to effort. I think still people will try to hack the effort, right? So yeah, they look for the, to, the magic pill. They'll look for the magic. Give me this magic trick so I don't have to. So if someone has to put in the 12 steps, I want to do it in six. Here's the mm-hmm. fact. Look for the person who's going to give you the real genuine advice. Say, hey, bro, I know you want it six steps, but the ugly truth is it's going to take 12. I'm sorry. I could tell you about the 12 because I went through it. You know, just so I, and maybe I could help guide you through it. But the fact is, it's fucking 12. Sorry. It just (laughs) takes work. Dude, one of my favorite expressions I've heard recently is a black belt is just a white belt that never quit. Yeah, I love that one, man. Keep fucking showing up, dude. It puts it in perspective. It does. 100%. Nothing special to it. The dude just kept showing up for years. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fucking commitment. And that's the same with any category we've talked about. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Now I know, you know, maybe it's changed a bit, but it doesn't matter if you're in last month's or bud class, you know, number, whatever. And now it's this number and the next number, the evolutions are all the same. Right. So it's not it's like been someone, unchanged since right, well, like World War II. Right. It's not like someone's going to say, well, you know, you could hack it if you do. No, man. It's no the hack. same evolutions. Everyone's going through it. Right? The only thing they added since World War II is the land warfare phase because Bud started with the UDTs and they were just water-based. But when President Kennedy commissioned the SEAL teams in 1962, they added a land warfare aspect to the arsenal. And so the only thing that's changed since World War II and Bud's is the land warfare portion of it. But it is basically unchanged. And, and the part most people know about, its first phase, is absolutely unchanged with the rubber boats on the head and the log PT and the surf tortures and the Hell Week. That formula is on. That's grandma's secret recipe right there, man. <laughs> Unchanged. Best fucking cookies going. Uh, they're sugar cookies. I was just going to say, you just you teed up that one pretty easily. <laughs> yeah, it is a that. recipe. That's funny, man. That's yeah. true. That's it is, a- but that, there is a formula to it, and you don't realize it at the time, but when you get out, some guys become BUDS instructors, or like in my case, two of my BUDS instructors were in my platoon, and you realize it's a formula based on the water temperature, like they completely call the audible and, and and there's a formula to it to really push you to that edge and then just a little bit past. We're talking about that 1% growth, right? Yep. And then they can, they continually do that for six fucking months. So Clarky showing up to Buds, Clarky graduating Buds, two totally different people, but it happened 1% every fucking day for six fucking months. So think about that commitment to financial success or physical fitness or spiritual growth. Think of a think of a block of six months. Okay, I'm gonna chip away at this every fucking day. Yep. But six months from now, I'm gonna be a different person. That is a good metric to start with. Now, turn that six months into 10 years, five years, you're gonna see significant growth, whether it's wealth, fitness, health, spirituality, a martial art, whatever it is. You you at least need to give it six months and you will be a different person, whatever that process is. If it's walking around your neighborhood every day, do it every day for six fucking months and see what happens. Go to the gym every day for six fucking months. Eat healthy every day for six fucking months. 
save $10 a day every day for six fucking months and see how much your little stash is worth. You know, there's a formula to all this stuff, but it's that 1% every fucking day. Go out there and get after it. It's easy. Relationship. Be extra patient, extra attentive to your kids. And also a little bit better. Yeah. I I know people also seek a companion too when sitting and go, oh, let's go lose 10 pounds together. Let's go do this together. Let's go through buds together. Let's go through, you know, Marine Corps boot camp together. The fact is you got to have your own shit dialed in. Okay, you can't rely on them to be your your crutch, your support beam, your foundation, whatever. Because if you're not dialed in yourself, and let's say your your partner just gasses out in any situation, eh, I don't want to go to the gym anymore. Eh, I dropped from buds, a uh, fuck boot camp or whatever. Then you're that, holding a bag dangerous. of dicks. Right? Well, it's dangerous and it's easy. So they tell us in buds, don't make friends with anyone till after Hell Week or till after first phase. Because That's if your buddy smart. quits, it's devastating. And that's the same thing. Don't get a gym buddy. Just go to the fucking gym. Now, once you're on the path and it's a part of your DNA, sure, gym buddies can be great. But if you're starting out, you have to, just like in a relationship, you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. Well, well that relationship will fail. Yep. Well said. You can't, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that's very fucking dangerous. If you go, it's very comfortable to say, hey, all right, uh, New Year's, our resolution is we're going to lose 10 pounds together. Yep. And then when your buddy falls off the wagon or a sober buddy, hey, man, are you still sober? Now I'm fucking drinking. Then you, then you want to fucking drink or whatever it is. It's got to be a solo journey, you know, at least in the beginning. And yep. then once it's a part of who you are, then, yeah, you can. And then, in fact, that's how you grow. I always lifted weights with people that are bigger and stronger than me. I always seek out. When I was shooting, I tried to always shoot with someone better than me. And that's how you grow. A lot of people are intimidated. I remember being at the range once with Phoenix PD and the SWAT dudes roll up. And this is just us on our own time kind of fucking around. And I'm like, hey, let's go shoot with the SWAT dudes. And my buddy's like, no, fuck that. They're all jerks. I'm like, no, they're not. They'll be stoked that patrol guys want to shoot with them. And I'm like, whatever, dude, I'm going to go shoot with them. And I went over there and they were cool as fuck. We had a great little session of running and gunning with handgun and dude, you should always shoot with people that are better than you or lift or whatever it is. If you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find a new room. If yeah. you're the strongest person <laughs> don't break the about gym, that. you need to find a new gym. Like <laughs> yeah. dude, you, you just, you don't want to be that top dog. You always want to keep climbing that fucking grabbing that next brass ring, man. No, well said. And so, Hopefully, Vibe Tribe, we've we've uh, armed you with some nuggets here today. Again, we're trying to we're just trying to give some sunshine and some smiles as as the chaos continues. Uh, hopefully, we could be a beacon to make you smile or feel a little bit better. Um, as we always say, guys, we want your you know hearts free of hate, minds free of worry. Uh, Clarky, love you, brother. <laughs> I love you, brother. Hey, last thing, Tribe, don't be a pussy. Get out there and get after it. Absolutely. Peace out. Go attack it, guys. Later. Mm-hmm.